Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Tim O'Shea. You're listening to the Doctor Within podcast. Coronavirus, newest boutique epidemic. This is from the February 2020 newsletter at the Doctor Within. All the reference we cite in this podcast will be found in that February newsletter. Now, this is getting tiresome. Is anybody out there? Ever since 2020, we've archived newsletters chronicling all the boutique epidemics. The swine flu in 2002, avian flu in 2006, SARS, Ebola in 2014, the fake Disney measles campaign of 2015, Zika in 2016, the fake flu epidemic of 2018, the non-existent measles outbreak of 2019, to name a few. Check the newsletter archive at The Doctor Within. Remember, boutique means made to order, manufactured, evanescent, etc. We showed how each one of these false epidemics followed precisely the same blueprint. Number one, claim a disease threat from a new bug in an exotic location. Number two, instill worldwide panic with unrelenting media. Number three, offer a medical solution, usually a vaccine. Number four, spend the money. Number five, the threat disappears, never to be heard of again. We predicted the last three of these boutique epidemics in your text, vaccination is not immunization, your note number seven. So the coronavirus came as no surprise. It's right on schedule. Epidemics are now an annual event. This one fits the first three criteria right off the bat. With coronavirus, we had an ally. China dreamed up the unverifiable story that, what, there's a brand new virus that suddenly appeared in Wuhan province and it's spreading like wildfire, etc. Your note number nine. It was the usual promo package for any made-to-order epidemic, right? started out with a few people who were supposedly getting flu-like symptoms in Wuhan province. There's your exotic location. Supposedly, it was a novel virus from the beginning, even though no testing was done. Everybody who got sick with anything was classed immediately under the sexy new heading coronavirus, even though there are some 500 strains found in man most are harmless. And there wasn't even a name for the new strain until January 10th, 2020, when they came up with 2019-NCoV. Remember? They knew they couldn't get away for long calling it coronavirus, since that's a family of over 500 strains, so they needed a name. The editable wiki states that from the beginning, Back in December, the new virus was recognized as a brand new strain, even though they didn't begin to claim that all these cases had the same disease until a month later. Your note number eight. 
So it took a month for the coronavirus strain even to be named. That left two problems. One, how were the original patients tested for a common virus? And two, what about all the hundreds of cases that had already been counted and recovered? Who knows what microbe had caused their illness? Did they call back when they were fine? Were they tracked? The point is, once on the list, you never get off the list. This makes the epidemic look like it's exploding worldwide. So, we're supposed to believe that this virus they just named last month had suddenly decided to introduce itself into a million years of primate evolution right now and is causing a global pandemic like the Black Death. How are they counting cases of coronavirus? Standard for the creation of any boutique epidemic is the tried and true diagnosis by symptoms only. By symptoms only. This way, people will get on the list of the epidemic just by a phone call. No exam, no lab, no test. I'm sick. Okay, you're in. So, how could we know that all these people have the same virus? We couldn't. We didn't. We still don't. Second, when creating an epidemic, numbers are critical. Again, one of the rules is never discuss the ones who recover. Never mention them again. Remember the 49 cases in Wuhan at the beginning of the media blitz? Guess how many of them recovered? All of them, according to the Chinese scientists. Your note number four. So, all the scripted media we've seen since December, with all their numbers, talking about the, quote, spread of the, quote, disease, it's unproven market promotion. Everybody forgot that the real coronavirus is a mild, self-limiting illness, just like a cold or the flu. It's not a serious disease. 99.9% .9 of people get better after a few days and with natural immunity thereafter. But inconsequential details like these are swept aside when there's an epidemic to be conjured up. Corporate media obediently snapped to counting every suspected case, adding to the grand total, the tested, the untested, the sick, the recovered, the phone-ins, the bystanders, the in-laws, those with colds and flu, come on down. Grand total and rising. One pandemic to go, please, with extra cheese. Your note number one. Here's another problem. Tests for influenza are called RIDTs, Rapid Influenza Diagnostic Tests. They infer the presence of flu antigens by identifying antibodies. Antibodies, you'll remember, are the part of your immune system that identifies and neutralizes viral antigens. Traditionally, since the 1800s, the presence of antibodies has always meant that your body is successfully fighting a virus or else that the battle is over and you won. Then, about 15 years ago, a paradigm shift occurred. 
a marketing paradigm. Since the advent of the boutique epidemics, if any antibodies are found in the patient, suddenly that means he is one of the infected and is in dire straits, etc. Even if he's already better, no media is allowed to mention this little trick. The same goes for the coronavirus, quote, tests. As John Rappaport points out, your note number three, Wuhan is one of the most polluted cities in China, which is saying something. All China has the worst air in the world. Your note number two. Not many months ago, thousands of people filled the streets in Wuhan in protest against the ungodly amounts of air pollution that were causing so much lung disease. Let's see, what's the primary symptom of coronavirus? Your note number two. The traveling medicine show continues. Now China is claiming it can come up with a vaccine in 90 days. That's impossible. It takes years to create a new vaccine, even though vaccines are the only class of pharmaceuticals that do not require proof of safety and efficacy before they're approved. Even with that, 90 days for a global vaccine is ludicrous. Want to be part of that experiment? Step right up. CDC is the regulator of the vaccine industry, but they're also the major player, your note number six. Of their $11 billion annual budget, they spend almost $5 billion buying vaccines. Who is the CDC relying upon to conjure up this new elixir? Inovio, the company who's actually making this 90-day vaccine, is owned by CEPI, a global corporation. CEPI is funded by whom? Wait for it. Bill Gates, whose foundation has invested billions in other chimerical vaccines, including AIDS, which he's never delivered. Your note number five. Inovio's stock skyrocketed last week after getting a $9 million boost in addition to the $56 million it had already received from CEPI. Bill Gates is currently being sued by the Supreme Court of India for the deaths of young girls who were forced to take his HPV vaccine without consent. You have to go to UK and European newspapers to learn about it. Your note number 10. American media's censorship against open discussion of vaccine science is now practically airtight and includes Facebook, YouTube, Wiki, and now Google. Try searching for vaccine dangers. Polarized pop media has successfully resurrected the defunct germ theory that was exploded decades ago. Common sense comes last. If you get a cold or the flu, you've run down your immune system. Overwork, overeating, lifestyle, etc. 
The only way that can resolve is to support the immune system. How? Rest, hydration, detox, stop working, get adjusted. Then your own body will cure you. There are no drugs or vaccines that cure viral illnesses, no matter what you read in everyday media or wiki Googlepedia. So, here's what's going to happen. Same thing that always happens. Nothing. As soon as the vaccine is fully funded, the whole coronavirus epidemic will probably vanish from our radar and we'll never hear of it again. How do we know that? Because the same thing just happened 10 times since 2002 with the other boutique epidemics above. It's a proven business model and it works. Generates billions every time. They can resist anything but temptation, right? Once that happens, bank tellers will stop wearing masks and you won't have to wash your hands before you pump gas anymore. Just watch. Why doesn't everybody notice this recurrent pattern? With all the vital issues we have to worry about in the world today, coronavirus certainly isn't one of them. Threat from coronavirus? Of the 500 strains, they're all benign in mammals, except very rarely in the extremely immune suppressed, when one of the strains might gain an ascendancy for which there is no evidence in the present, quote, epidemic. These days, there is no threat, except perhaps from the experimental vaccine they're about to bring to your local drugstore. Now, go back to the top and look at it again. Don't speed scan like the first time. Then stop talking about it and stop watching the bubble-headed newsreaders reading their teleprompters no boutique epidemics without audience participation. You really think they care if you live or die? Thank you for your kind attention.